Hello guys, hello guys, welcome, welcome back, testing one, two, my check, my check, hi man, episode two is here man, woo, 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 we thank God again, do you know what I'm saying, like the grace, enablement, mental strength, everything to be able to record this episode, we thank God, we give him all the praise, adoration and thanksgiving, happy new year guys, happy new year, sorry, happy new year, merry, 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 yeah, we thank God. If you listen to this right now and it's a happy new year's wherever you are so yes i just want to say i'm very very happy that obviously you've crossed over the year with me do you know what i'm saying it's a new year new beginnings everything so yeah happy new year man honestly happy new year i pray that this year will be a year of acceleration god shall supply all our needs according to his riches and glory in christ jesus amen i pray that this year shall be successful we shall achieve all our goals and and, and anything that we have set up to do this year God will take away and I every spirit of procrastination this year it shall not work in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, this is the year of do it. Don't waste the oil. You must do it. Like literally, this is the year of go out and do it still. And then yeah, I just wanna obviously thank God for um, a new year. You know, happy new uh, happy new years, guys. Happy new years. You know, like I just wanna say thank you for all the support you've shown me since the first episode dropped um, two weeks ago. I just want to say thank you for all the support I've received, the kind messages, every single thing. I just want to say thank you guys. I love you guys so much, every single one of you. I just want to say God will honor you for the same way you've honored me and this page. I just want to say thank you. So yeah, guys, it's your boy Chakwara Ben Nwanko with another episode, aka Benzi. I just want to say thank you for, obviously, again, support and everything. But um, So how today is going to run? So, first of all, I just want to sort of reintroduce the topic. So, not not the topic, sorry, reintroduce the page. Because um, I know some of you had some questions of, still didn't understand what 11.05 means after the first episode. But today, I'm just going to just read out quickly what it actually means. Like, the, the minute I've got the revelation, I'm just going to read it out to you. Not the full thing, because obviously, I don't want to dive in too much on what it is. Because there's more meanings than what has been said. I will take you guys on a journey, but you guys don't know. It's a little, it's a little surprise. There's more to it than most what I've said, but I'm just gonna re-explain it again for those who are just listening to just episode two. I'm just gonna just for the benefit of all. But this is not gonna happen obviously every day. But just second episode, still like still new to the channel and everything. So sorry to the podcast. So I'm still gonna just like still say it. So what does 11:05 mean? So I'm just here to set um shed some light. On the meaning of 1105. I know some of you must be curious as to why 1105 is related to a podcast. I know some of you must be curious. So if you look at the time 1105 and a clock, you will see that both of the hands on the clock are pointing upwards in a worship-like posture. Upon reflection, with the help of the Holy Spirit, I was able to understand that the clock that man made to tell the time acknowledges that there is a God as its hands points as its hands points up towards to tell the time 1105. God is our creator. He's the creator of time. As you know, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 5, how are we using the time our creator has given us on earth? The reality is we don't reflect on this matter enough. 1105 is a podcast for reflection on time as we speak about the Christian and the faith and many more. Remember, even the time praises God. So yeah. So that's also, um, this is the explanation of 1105 this is what it means for some of you guys who do not understand i've also um written it up and posted it on the instagram page so please follow 1105 podcast on instagram tiktok everywhere the explanation is on 
Instagram so you can share it to all your friends who must be curious or who you might not understand still after the first episode. So this is sort of like a written down. So you have more time to sort of reflect on it yourself. You know, just a bit of help and guide. But there's more to there's more to it. There's more meaning to it, 1105. There's more to it than what I've just said um, in the previous episode as well. But as I said, I'm taking you guys on a journey. So just hang on with me, yeah? Hang tight with me. Calm. But anyways, yeah. Today's episode is called The Fan versus The Follower. The Fan versus The Follower. The Fan versus The Follower. <laughs> I'm playing, but yeah. Today's episode is called The Fan versus The Follower. So yeah, The Fan versus The Follower. Before I get there, before I get there, Again, just a little icebreaker. I'm just going to share three things that I'm grateful for so far since I dropped the first episode. Yeah? Calm. Well, the first thing I'm grateful for, for the addition of life to my mother. I just want to thank God that um, for giving my mom, adding another year to my mom's life. She's hit a milestone in her age. She's 50. I just want to thank God for adding another year to, to her life. My mother is... um. She's a true um, woman of God. She's the one. She's, I would say, she's one of the main key people or the main, like, cornerstone of why where I am today in Christ. And I just want to obviously thank her. Mommy, for listening to this, I appreciate you. Thank you very much. More life to you, mom. I love you so much from the bottom of my heart. Um, yeah, so, yeah, she's the reason. Well, God is the reason, but God really used her to obviously to, you know, ground me into where I am today. The good characteristics of where I am today, most of it has come from her and everything. So I just want to obviously thank her and obviously appreciate her in this new age. Mum, if you listen to this, I pray more life to you. I pray that God will continue to use you to do great and mighty things. I pray that you shall continue to be the head and never the tail. I pray that you shall you shall see my grandkids all and obviously the grandkids of all your children. Great, great, great grand, grandkids with more life, prosperity and happiness. God shall continue to increase you and never decrease you. Amen. If I continue, we'll end up into a prayer session. <laughs> but yeah, I'm playing, man. But yeah, I'm just thankful for that. And also, another thing I'm thankful for is, again, it was a celebration of life this month of December anyways, because again, the day after my mom's birthday, which is on the 25th, the next day is my brother's birthday on the 26th, my older brother. So that's another thing I'm thankful for. My brother added, um, God has added another year to my brother's life my brother's life so i'm just thankful for that more life to you chakamzo my older brother literally again i don't want to start giving testimonial speeches it will turn into a long session but yeah chakamzo man honestly man i love you so much yeah man yeah again he's like literally my second father my second dad still like always looked after me like i'm gonna show you a funny story like because we went to the same secondary school like he was so protective over me that like I walked into school knowing that I had the I had the father there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I had a dad there. Like not to say like he was bossing me around or nothing, but it's just like I felt loved because obviously like you know when you, you joined the secondary school and obviously um you had an older brother there, so it just makes the environment automatically feel much safer knowing that you have someone to look up to. You know, if you have any questions, if I don't know something, you might be doing something stupid. He'll be the one to tell me what are you doing. You know, do you know what I'm saying? Like there was once when I had peps. That guy got our brush from his bag. He literally sat me down and he brushed my hair. He said, come here, bro. Like, you can't be looking like this. Looking, do you know what I'm saying? you got to look presentable. So some key life lessons that he's also taught me as well. So that's another, you know, time of reflection to say thank you for that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, throughout all the years, you've been a, you've been a real influence to me, you know. 
in a lot of positive ways. So yeah, so I just want to thank you for that, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah, all of that. So now we're out with all the, you know, emotional stuffs in it. So yeah, so that's free. Um, sorry, one more. Sorry, my bad. Another thing that I'm grateful for is, um, I'm grateful for that God has seen me through to the end of this year. And obviously, yeah. So I'm just want to thank for um thankful for that. Twenty two thousand twenty two has been a year of reflection. Obviously, the the podcast came out in two thousand twenty two. So I thank God for that. I just want to thank God for um, everything, the power enablement, my family, you know, everything that has happened this year has all been for his glory. Um, I've grown a lot more spiritually, um, yeah, throughout this year. So I'm, I'm I'm just thankful for that, you know, like I'm really thankful for that. So I'm thankful for, for my growth in Christ. I'm thankful for people who, who, are, who are in Christ this year because of the decisions that I've decided to take this year and with the help of the Holy Spirit. So I just want to thank God for that. I want to thank God for the life of the church, my church, Protestant Church. I want to thank God for the, just everything, so many things, you know. I'll keep going and going for what God has done for me this year has been unreal. So that's what I'm thankful for. So yeah, so today's topic, guys, the fan versus the follower. So what does it mean to be a fan and what does it mean to be a follower? So today... I'm gonna sort of share. I'm gonna share right now. Um, obviously, my research and what, and just to summarize it in the simple forms, um, just to, so we can understand what we're speaking about today. So, what does it mean to be a fan? To be a fan is a, is someone or an individual who has an enthusiastic devote, usually a spectator, or an admirer or an enthusiast of someone or a person or something. Do you get what I'm saying? So, you're just an admirer. You have enthusiastic. You have an enthusiastic devote usually a spectator so you like to i don't know go to the concerts go watch them you listen to them on youtube but as if he's subjective because obviously you might like some of it you might not like some of it but however a follower in the other hand is an individual or someone who fully devotes his loyalty his or her loyalty and support to another a follower may apply to someone who attach themselves either to the person or beliefs of another so in other words i like the way this person says i'm sorry this person sorry this um this website describes as a um, um, um as a someone who attaches themselves to, to a person so the person who we're speaking about today is jesus christ so it's sort of a nice introduction to what we're speaking about today so are you a fan of jesus christ or are you a follower of jesus christ in other words are you a fan of the word or are you a follower of the word and the reason why this two goes hand in hand immediately is because in John chapter 1 verse 1, I'm going to read it to you. John chapter 1 verse 1, we should all know this off by heart. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word is God. And we know three in one, the Trinity, Jesus Christ is God in another form, in human form. Jesus Christ is God in human form. So yes, so are you a fan of the word or are you a follower of the word? Are you a fan of Jesus Christ? Are you a fan? So are you a follower of Jesus Christ? Are you a fan or a follower? Sorry. Yeah. So essentially, it's quite easy to mix it around fan, follower, follower, fan. Sorry. I don't know why I'm mixing up the words. But yeah, you understand what I'm talking about. So are you a fan or you're a follower? So this is exactly what it means. So um, to be a fan to a follower, as we have, I've just described. So yeah, so this is today's point and key point of focus and reflection. So I'm going to bring all of this into one. As I read and explain where this inspiration and revelation is coming from is John chapter 6. So I'm going to take you guys on a journey in John chapter 6. So I want you guys to open your Bible to John chapter 6. 
John chapter 6. So this is where our conversation is stemming from today. So I'm going to be trying to be quick as possible because this is a lot to take in. I'm not going to lie. Um, so, but before, just to give a bit of context before we go, go ahead and read it. So the chapter before, um, Jesus Christ has just healed a man um, next to the pool of Bet um, Bethsaida. And obviously, um, in just a summary of the story of the, the pool of Bethsaida, this is where this is the pool where an angel comes in during a specific time and 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 hovers around the water and, and upon the water. And the first person who obviously dips in the water, whatever illnesses, diseases, and anything they had, would would have cleared. And this man has sat there for over thirty eight years, I believe. Has sat there, no one to help him get there. And any any time he tried, someone would just easily boom hop in before him. He's been trying for so many years. Jesus Christ meets him and he and made him whole. All he said was rise up and walk. He did. And he was healed. And yeah, so just in some just a bit of context before we read chapter six. It's just basically um so Jesus Christ has gained a lot of popularity around the world because um so around the area um, around the world, yes, because of um, the miracles, signs and wonders he's been doing. Because wherever he went, he was doing good. Anywhere he went he was doing good almighty healer healed the leper when the people saw him they started mm -hmm. my god was doing good <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why that song came to mind but yeah so wherever he went jesus christ was doing good after jesus christ was baptized and the holy spirit was um the Holy Spirit was present during this, um, as we as we see during the symbol of the dove coming down, showing purity. Um, yeah, so Jesus was doing good, as we know. The first sign of miracle that was witnessed to man was the sorry the the, the miracle of the Jesus turning water into non-alcoholic wine, and everything we can see that. Um, and then Jesus in so many many miracles, and then obviously he was gaining popularity. Like someone has come and is performing these signs and wonders. Like we we how did it? What are you talking about? And obviously. It's like someone is solving all your problems. Of course, you're going to run to the person if you have a problem. Do you get what I'm saying? Especially some people could be desperate. So Jesus Christ gained a lot of popularity. And yeah, so this is during the time of Jesus Christ was was really, really popular. And as I read from chapter one, um, sorry, chapter one, verse one from verse um, um, verse one of John chapter six. So I'm going to take you through this chapter. Time will not permit me to sort of dissect and go through it verse by verse. Or else it will be a teaching service and we'll be here for it'll be a three hour podcast. But so yeah, I'm gonna like, obviously jump and jump into specific nuggets that I want to obviously share with you guys today. So yeah, so verse one. So I'm gonna be reading from verse one, John chapter six, verse from verse one. I want you to sort of follow me down until when I stop and then go ahead again. So yeah, just it'll be better for you to have your Bible out. If you can't, obviously just obviously listen as I read. And I pray you'll be blessed in Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Um so yeah. So John chapter six, um, John chapter six, verse one, John chapter six, verse one. And it reads, and after these things, Jesus went over to the Sea of Galilee, which is the Sea of Tiberias. Then a great multitude followed him because they saw his signs, which he had performed on those who were deceased. So, as I said before, he's been gaining a lot of popularity um, because of obviously he was healing the sick, doing so many signs and wonders, turning water into wine um so many different things so people have heard of this and now they followed him because obviously they've seen the signs of wonders and a great multitude followed him so people as i said they followed him wow they really followed him so they were really yo this guy's like oh well there's something different about this man 
And when they went up to the mountain, there he sat with his disciples. Now Passover, a feast of the Jews was near. So this is Passover is basically a time of a time basically was time for dinner for those of you who understand i don't want to what is possible i don't want it that as i said time will not permit permit me so people were hungry in other words people was hungry and it was basically time for dinner and people was hungry and obviously like imagine teaching to a talking to someone or teaching to, to to a great multitude on empty bellies like jesus christ even understood himself that we're still in human form and you get what i'm saying so he had to sort out our physical needs before he can edify our um edify our spirit because if he knows so many of those multitudes they're not as spiritually high um they're not in the same spiritual rank as him so they're not spiritually mature as him or his disciples so he knew that they needed to eat in order for them to hear what <laughs> in other words so he said ah come so they sit down so now passover came and the multitude was followed him from verse four <laughs> from verse 4 sorry verse 5 sorry but jesus said lifted up his eyes seeing a great multitude coming towards him and he said to philip what shall we buy um where shall we buy bread and so that these may eat but he said this to him to test him because he he himself knew what he would do so jesus christ really knew he was going to perform the miracle he knew what he was, he was he was about to do he knew the situation he knew that these people were really hungry that they wouldn't listen unless they were fed he understood that factor now and he said all right cool we'll do this we'll make this happen so jesus philip answered 200 durin worth of bread is not sufficient for them that every one of them may have a little so i'm guessing at this point peter have looked at the funds and said even 200 worth 200 this currency worth of bread it was not even enough to feed this great multitude that has followed you jesus that's what he's basically saying and then one of his disciples um, one of this and um, one of the disciples andrew simon peter's brother said to him in verse 9 and i read then there is that there is a lad who has five barely loaves of um, loaves and two small fishes but what are they and um, but what and um, but what hey but what are they among so many so it's like what what is five loaves and two fishes going to do to so many like what the, i can even eat all of that myself right now bruv you get what i'm saying so yes yeah, so i was like well, what's that going to do to so many not knowing what jesus really had in store so jesus cried looked up gave thanks as we see no sorry he gave an instruction in verse 10 he said make the people sit down he gave an instruction and then now there was much grass space so that the men sat down so they obeyed the instruction they made everyone sit down it was counted five thousand and in that number about five thousand see so it says in that number about five thousand so this was even a rough so there could be more <laughs> you know what i'm saying about five thousand means there could be more you know you know what i'm saying so it was around five thousand about five thousand and jesus um, took the loaves of bread and he gave thanks he gave thanks to the father 1105 <laughs> i love you lord oh my god oh god the revelation is too much and he gave thanks a glorious so he looked up looked up to the father he he he, he gave thanks do you get what i'm saying and jesus took all the loaves and he gave thanks <laughs> and jesus took the loaves and he and he gave thanks and he distributed them to his disciples and the disciples and, and and to the disciples who were sitting down likewise to the fish and oh my god sorry i was just so caught up in the in the in the joke sorry and it's not in a joke but just the revelation jesus christ is too much right now holy spirit is too much oh god oh god but yeah man like jesus christ gave thanks 1105 you got what i'm saying the posture like as i was speaking about worship like he looked up he gave thanks and then he done this miracle and then he now split the basket 
um, with them. He now split the, um, the, the, the five loaves and two fishes amongst all the disciples and he ended up feeding the whole 5,000 and there was even more. As I read from verse um, from verse eleven, and Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to the disciples, and the disciples to those who were sitting down, likewise of the fish, as much as they wanted. So when they were filled, he said to the disciples, "Gather up the fragments that remain, so that nothing is lost." So he didn't want any waste. Jesus Christ never lacks waste, so he said, "Don't waste it. Gather them up, save it. You can go again for another day." And therefore, verse from verse 13, therefore they had gathered them, they were filled 12 baskets with the fragments and five belly loaves, which were left over by those who had eaten. So they were full and merry. Oh. And those and those men, so it now comes, so after they've, Jesus has I've done his miracle, now the people responded and said, wow, in verse 14, wow. Then those men, when they had seen the sign Jesus has did, this is truly the prophet who has come into this world. Wow, they acknowledged indeed that he's the savior, the son of man who, was a, who has come into this world to save all humanity. They, so they, they have acknowledged that. <laughs> so now for, so now I'm going to skip to another segment of this same chapter. So but before I skip, I'm just going to tell you what I'm skipping. So this is um, when Jesus walks on water. This is another great miracle, a great sign that obviously the disciple has, uh, has seen. So this is when Jesus went away and the disciples have seen him, uh, seen him uh, walk on water, and that, but that's not our main focus point. Because if I dive into that, we'll be here for some time. As I said, oh God, yeah. So let's let's keep going. So I I, I skip to verse twenty two. Now, cool. On the following day, when the people were standing on the other side of the sea, that there was no other boat there except the one which the disciple had entered, and Jesus had not entered the boat with the with his disciples, but his disciple had gone away alone. However, the boats came to Tabarus near the place where they ate bread after the Lord had given thanks. When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, nor his disciples, they also got into the boat of Capernaum, seeking Jesus. Right? So they were seeking Jesus. What does it say in, in, in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 to 8? It says, seek and you shall find. So they were seeking Jesus and they found him in verse 25. And they and when they had found him, so they have seen, we can see here that they were seeking Jesus and they found him on the other side of the sea. But what were they seeking Jesus for? Was the real question. They said to him, Rabbi, where did you, when did you come here? So it was like, Rabbi, we, we were seeking for you. When did you come here? Jesus answered them, mercifully assure you. So this question that you're ask, ask, asking me, this is the real meaning behind what you're asking me. This is the intention why you're asking. asking. So Jesus answered them, so not knowing that Jesus sees the heart. Jesus sees the heart. They didn't know that Jesus has seen the heart. In verse 26, it says, Jesus answered them and said, mercifully assure I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves that you were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures for um, to everlasting life, which is the Son of Man, which um, um, which is the Son of Man will give you, because God the Father has set His seal on Him. So, in other words, Jesus Christ knew the intention of the of the people who came to seek Him. So, why are you seeking God for? Are you seeking God for what He can do, or seeking God for who He is? So did Jesus Christ just expose them, basically saying, you are coming to seek me for what I can do, not for who I am. You came to seek me for, for more food in your belly. That's what he's saying. So you came here, you came to me because you ate and you were filled. So you came to me because you saw what I can do. So God is now saying, do not labor yourself. Do not come all the way, miles coming for just for my miracles. Do not come all the way for miles because of something for, for miracles that, that only lost 
that doesn't last, that has no eternal life. Come and seek the face. Come and seek my face so that you shall gain everlasting life. Come and eat of the true bread of life and drink my blood so you shall have everlasting life and you shall never perish. But they didn't understand this. Oh God, they let me go into realms. Oh God. <laughs> but yes, um, so yeah, so in verse, verse 28, and they said to him, what shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered, this is the work of God that you believe in him, in, in him who he has sent. So they asked, so calm, God, how can we do your work? And I said, no, the work of God is simple. Believe in him who he has sent, which is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is simple. Believe in me. I am the work. Believe in the work. I am. I am. I am. I am. Believe in I am. I am that I am. Believe in me. They didn't. So calm. Um, so yeah, let's keep going from verse um <clears throat> verse 30. Therefore they said to him, Calm, say say nothing. I should believe in you, right? Calm. What sign will you perform then? So they have seen Jesus perform, but they're still asking for more. So he said, What sign will you perform then? That ye that we may see it and believe you. So they didn't believe. So question has come in my head. Like this is what probably some of you are thinking. So wait. So they have seen him perform miracle before. Now you're asking for more so that we should believe in you. Did you not see what I've done for you? Right, so come. So, um, what sign will you perform then that we may see it and believe in you? What work will you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the desert, as it is written, He gave them bread from heaven. So, they were speaking of previously when you know, manna from heaven came um, came down in the days of Moses and everything. So, they really knew that because it was recorded in the books, um, uh, it was recorded in the early books of the Old Testament, it was recorded. So, these people knew it. So, that means they knew their scriptures, they knew their word. So then now the script they're they're quite you know when every you know when the devil quote quoted the scripture back to Jesus, it was so funny because Jesus is the word. So <laughs> it's like you're quoting something to the author, like to, to the to the author. It makes no sense. Do you get it? It's like you're quoting something that I made, the sorry, sorry, that I wrote. You're quoting my words. So it's a bit like what are you doing? So you're quoting something that is my words. So it's like, do you even know it's my word? Did you even know that? So clearly not in this case, in this in this situation. So Jesus Christ was even like, yo, what are you talking about, Moses? Like, yo. So Jesus explained why the whole thing. He says, Jesus said to them, Moses, surely I tell you, Moses did not give you the bread of, from heaven. So he just quickly just said to him, yo, Moses did not give the bread of heaven. It was my father who gives you the true bread from heaven. So it was even God that gave his father, sent the bread from heaven to the, during the days of Moses. It wasn't, it wasn't Moses. So Jesus just cleared that up and he now said, for the bread of God, who has come down from heaven, gives life to the world. So the true bread of life, who has come down, is the one, is the everlasting bread, which when, which when you eat of it, he who live in you and him, and and you in him, do you know what I'm saying? Everlasting life forever, you, you will not perish. So this is the bread, the true bread he was talking about, the true bread in heaven that has truly come down. A symbolic thing. So when the manner of heaven came down, when the bread from heaven came down in the days of Moses, they did not understand the prophetic meaning that indeed the bread of life will come down, which is in front of them, but they did not see, they did not understand it. They did not understand that the bread of life, which is Jesus Christ, has truly come down again. So they did not understand the prophetic meaning when the manner of heaven came down. Indeed, it came down again when he came down to save humanity, but they did not understand it. They were seeking for earthly bread that will perish. That will perish. They were they were seeking for 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 the things of the world that will perish. This is what they were seeking for. This is what they were seeking for. 
I read, <clears throat> I read from, I read from uh, verse thirty-four. So after explaining, just basically, um, Jesus was telling them from verse thirty-three, saying that I am the bread that God has sent. Oh yeah, believe in me. Verse thirty-four. They replied and said, then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. So they still don't understand. They're saying, oh yeah, give us this bread they were talking about. Jesus said, all right, cool. From verse 35, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. And I say to you, you have seen me, and yet you do not believe. So they have seen the bread of life. They're still talking about bread, like the, the other physical bread that will make of yeast. So you're saying, I am the bread of life. But you said, you see me, but you don't believe in the bread of life, which is in front of you. For I have come down from heaven, not on my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of the father who sent me that all of, all of he has given to me. I shall lose nothing, but I shall raise it up in the last days. Oh, he's speaking prophetically. They don't know. And, and, it's, <laughs> and this is the will of him who, who, who sent me. That everyone who sees the son and believes in him may have everlasting life. And I will raise him up in the last days. Amen. So we just carry on. We're not going to dive into that because, thank God, from verse 41. So now <laughs> the Jews then complained about him saying, I am the bread which came down from heaven. So they were quoting Jesus. They were complaining. And they said this, um, they said, is this not the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? So how can someone say you come down from heaven while we have seen your physical parents? They didn't understand. They didn't understand in the bread of life. They said, how can you be the bread of life that came down from heaven when you have physical parents? What are you talking about? They didn't know. <laughs> they didn't know. So Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ now said, and he said, and he said, I'm sorry, from verse, <laughs> from verse 43. These things make me laugh. I don't know why. From verse 33, it says, Jesus therefore answered them and said to them, do not murmur amongst yourself. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up in the last days. Amen. Hey, we shall be raised up, or oh, we shall not miss the rapture in Jesus' name. Amen. So Jesus said, oh, so you're murmuring amongst yourself, wasting time. Don't you know I know? <laughs> so yeah, it is written. Um, it's verse 45. It is written in the prophets that they shall be taught by God. Therefore, everyone who has heard me and learned from the Father comes to me. But yeah, we're going to go jump into verse 51. So now, now Jesus Christ now explained. He basically just gave the simple instruction of how to live. He says, I am the bread of life, which came down from heaven. If anyone eats me, if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. So Jesus Christ now explained what, like what, what it means, like how to have eternal life. He says, I am the bread of life. Which have come down from heaven, which came to save humanity. He says, if anyone eats of me, you will live forever. He gave them the key. He gave them gem or serious gem of how to live an eternal life. They didn't like they were so confused. I don't blame them. Because they were talking about things of this world, but they were still in the world. How would they understand? <coughs> pardon me, pardon me. So yeah. <clears throat> so now the Jews therefore quarreled amongst themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? So now they're like, Whoa, 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 I've lost it. Yeah, this is where I stop yeah this is what i stopped i was reading your thing when you were turning <laughs> when you're turning um five loads of bread and two fishes to to, to feed to feed me in it i was reading your thing when you were healing my my cousin's cousins i was reading your thing when you healed this and that but i'm not rating the 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 i'm not rating that yo let me eat your flesh i'm not rating that man that's weird man you're weird this is what they're getting in their head so again they were fans 
<laughs> but let me come to it. They, they were rating the they were rating the thing of yo, yo, I, I got you still. Like I believe in this thing, but I don't like that one. You're tripping over there still. I don't agree with you. Yeah, your thing still. So yeah. So this is where their 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 belief stopped. Their idolatry. This is where they stopped. Come. <laughs> so I read from verse sixty. So this is where they said, yo, yo, my man, you're bugging. This is it. This is where I stopped. This is my boss stop. So that's it. Come. So verse sixty says. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they, when they heard this, now listen, I want to read this again, verse 16. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, so Jesus Christ had many disciples. <laughs> now this he heard, he heard saying, who can understand it? So they, they couldn't understand it. And because of this, when Jesus knew himself that his disciples complained of what um, about this, he said to them, does this offend you? What if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he has before? So he's like, yo, is this message? What I'm saying is, is, is has he offended you? Has he, has he offended? He knows he he's he, he knows their thoughts. So verse sixty five, he says, and he said, therefore I have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted him. To, and no one can. Therefore I said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my Father. For the time, for that time, many of the disciples went back and walked with him no more verse 66 from that time so from the time when jesus ex explained the true meaning of what um he is the bread of life and everything they said listen from that time many of the disciples went back and walked with him no more this was their bus stop then jesus said to the 12 do you also want to go so he looked at his 12 disciples and he says do you also want to go but but simon peter answered and said lord of whom shall i go to to whom will i shall i go to you have the words of eternal life. Also, we have come to believe, to know that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. So only the 12 understood the meaning behind what he was saying. Only the 12 understood that he is not of this world. That he says, listen, he says, also we have come to believe that you are Christ, the son of the living God. Now they, they, they seek the faith that is you seeking the face of god understanding who it is is you seeking the face of god is when you seek the face of god that you understand who it is but when you are with christ for what he can do you set a limit of how well you know him and he says in the bible don't forget that he will deny you the way you deny him on the earth he will say he doesn't know you so how do you get to know someone by building an intimacy with someone? How do you build an intimacy by seeking the face of God, not for not by only seeking the hands of God? You seek that when you seek the face of God, you move the hand of God. That's how it works. When you seek the face of God, then you move the hand. Then the hand of God moves to help you. It says in Isaiah chapter forty-one verse ten, He will stretch out His right hand of righteousness to save you. When you seek the face of God. Then you, then he moves his right hand to save you, to help you in your situations wherever you go. But we always, we always want to seek God for what He can do. We seek God for His hands, not His face. So what does that do? It limits how will we get to know Christ. And if we don't know Christ, we are not getting to heaven. Do you get what I'm saying? So this is the, this is, this is where. This is where the fan and the follower stems from. Are you a fan? Are you a follower? Are you amongst the 12? He was the follower of Christ. No matter, listen, Jesus Christ said, he is, the, he is the son of, he's the son of man. He's the son of God. The 12 believed in it. 
he also said this to the other disciples they departed and left so now are you a fan or are you a follower this is the point of reflection a fan is someone who likes the idea of something admire but they have a limit some of us we cannot be a fan you can't be a follower of christ if you do not believe in what he has said which is the word of god if you do not believe fully in the in the word of god you are a fan of jesus christ you are not a follower a follower of christ obeys what he says and what he says is his word this is the true and harsh meaning and reality we love what he loves we hate what he hates that is what it means to be a true follower of christ to be a true follower of christ means you obey the word you follow the word a fan of christ is i like i like Matthew, i like this i like matthew but i'm not going to listen to job i really didn't agree with psalms i'm going to listen to that you're just a jumpy you you're a selective christian that's what it means to be a fan of christ being a fan of christ will not make you enter the kingdom of god do you know why because you will not build intimacy with him being a follower of christ is what builds your intimacy with christ that was that what that is what will make you enter um, enter heaven there's no point of you being a fan of christ by doing his work so for example some of us find joy in doing his works but we don't always obey his word that means we're also a fan by you doing the work of god doesn't guarantee you the key to heaven no what gets you to heaven is your intimacy with christ does he know you because he said if he doesn't know you he would deny you to his father he said i don't know you so we have to sort of reflect on this. Are we a fan or are we a follower? We need to remember. Christians, wake up, wake up. We need to remember. I'm speaking to you right now. You need to remember this. We are the Bible the world reads. If your life doesn't interpret the word of God, you are a poor interpretation of the Bible. What does this mean? You're supposed to, being a Christian means Christ-like. And those who followed Christ abided in his words. So if you live a life of Christ, you will live a life according to his word. So the interpretation of your Bible, which is your life, will lead people towards the cross, towards the word. So I want you to, to understand this. The way you're living your life right now, does it attract people towards the word? Or does it take people away from the word? Now, this is the point of reflection. Are you a fan or are you a follower? A fan is someone who decides, calm, I'll go to church when it pleases me. I'll go to church, calm. New Year's is coming up, so I went to church, tick a box. I went to church, then tick a box. I went to church seven times a year, I'm good. I pray in my room anyways. That's a fan. David was excited anytime, then, anytime to enter his presence of the Lord. He was excited. He says, do not forsake the gravity of his saints, of his people. So are we a fan? Are we a follower? A fan is someone who decides when, it's, when it pleases me, then I will follow. Or when you sort out this, I will follow. Some of us only seek God for what he can do. You are a fan. You're not a follower. Follower is someone who seeks the face of God. Even though God may not give you what, exactly what you want, you still believe in him. A fan is someone like Job in the Bible. The devil took away everything, but God kept his life, but he still found joy in that. He still never cursed God. That is a true follower of God. Imagine God has, you've been loyal to someone, and then all of a sudden, that all has been taken away. You still stuck and never cursed God. 
Wow, that is a follower. Some of us, when we lose it all, we lose faith in God, we curse God. You are a fan. We are seasonal Christian. We, when things are good, we remember Christ. When things are bad, we don't. Sometimes we meet the other way. When things are bad, we remember Christ. When things are good, we forget him. We must remain firm in Christ. When things are good, we praise him. When things are bad, we praise him. We shouldn't stop seeking the face of God when things are going well with us. The fact that you're leaving, you have a car, you have a house, doesn't mean that your relationship with God will stop. It is an ongoing thing. So this is a wake-up call. This is a point of reflection. Are you a fan or are you a follower? A follower of Christ will get you to heaven. Being a fan of Christ will not get you to heaven. Choose your path. If you are a follower of Christ, you are automatically a fan of Christ. Just, you know what I'm saying? Because you follow where you was to follow. But it's a bit more than that. You just being a fan, it's not enough. You must be a follower of Christ. Like the 12 disciples. A follower of Christ. Wherever he goes, you go. You hate what he hates. You love what he loves. And immediately Christ says, don't forget. He says, because they persecuted me, they will persecute you. Is that GG saw get what I'm saying? You you automatically become him. You take him you take him on. You're an ambassador for him. You are representative on earth for Christ. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you, do, you, do you sort of understand what I'm going with this? You are an ambassador of Christ. So people who are of this world who do not know Christ, they need to get to know you and understand who Jesus is. Because some sometimes it's not easy to, to tell to tell my friends or to tell all to tell people who are unsaved or I read the Bible. No. They will understand what the Bible means and who, who the Bible is by your life. By how you live. How are you living? Is it Christ like? The way that I'm living, am I drawing people towards Christ? Or am I drawing people away from Christ? Is my characteristics? Am I being two faced? Am I being Sunday on church? Sunday I'm in church, Monday I'm back to sinning. Is that the way we want to live forever for the rest of our lives? That means you're a fan because you want to tick a box that you went to church on a Sunday. Do you get it? This is not this is not um this is a wake up call. As I said. This is a wake up call. Wake up, guys. Yeah, this is also a wake up call to myself. We need to understand like the the life that I live, is it glorifying Christ? The life that I live. Am I being a true interpretation of what the Bible is so that the world can read me and be drawn towards Christ? Do you know what I'm saying? That's what it means to be a good ambassador. Am I transparent enough for the light of the gospel to shine through me to save others? That's the point of reflection. So yes, guys, are you a fan or are you a follower? So today's topic is a bit deep, but I just want to thank God, thank the Holy Spirit for his inspiration and revelation. So yeah, we just want to thank God. I pray that as you have listened, you shall be blessed. Amen. But thank God, man. Powerful episode, man. <laughs> we just want to thank God. But anyway, guys, this is the end of the episode. But yeah, I just want you to sort of not stop here. But I want you to like, like think on this. 11.05, as I said, is a time of reflection. To reflect on this. Like, how is my life? Be, how am I interpreting the Bible? How is my life showing the world Christ, like how am I representing Christ? Am I a good ambassador for Christ? Am I a bad ambassador for Christ? I am I am a I, I am I a fan or am I a follower? That's what I want you to like to think. Am I a fan or am I a follower?
that's what I want you to think of. But anyways, yeah, man, this is this is really deep. But yeah, I want you guys to 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 um to dwell on this, to reflect, and yeah, we'll be back again with another episode soon. Please, guys, if you have been blessed, please share this to all your friends. I um can you follow um follow all the social media handles at eleven and five podcast, Instagram eleven and five podcast, um TikTok eleven and five podcast everywhere, man. Share the news share it share it please guys don't forget please hit the notification bell on spotify and podcast and other podcast streaming platforms so that you get an alert each time that is being posted so you don't forget please do the same on all our social media handles so you would know there's going to be some fun content fun content coming as well this 2020 this 2023 oh, that makes no sense this 2023 shall be a year of explosive stuff <laughs> And I pray that God will bless you as you listen. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys for listening. I pray that God will bless you. It shall be a fruitful day for you. You shall continue to be the head and never the tail. Thank you guys very much. It's Chokwado Benuanko again, founder of the 11 and 5 podcast, Yours in Christ. Thank you very much. For in Jesus' name I pray, amen. You shall be blessed, amen. Thank you guys, thank you guys, thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's over, it's over. Cut the recording, cut the recording. <laughs>